Hello and welcome to the Unorganized and Lost podcast. I am Michelle, the host, and we are here to prove you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. Today, we have a special guest. We have Olympic snowboarder, Megan Tierney, and I am so excited to introduce you guys. Here's Megan. Hey guys, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me. (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited to do this with you. So if you could give a quick elevator's pitch of who you are, I guess it's, I mean, when you're, when you're that impressive of an Olympic snowboarder, I guess you don't need much more of an elevator. No, 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 no. No. (laughs) But if you could Um, just give a short brief about you. Yeah, so I, my name is Megan. I originally am from New Jersey and I grew up kind of skiing and then I transitioned into snowboarding and yeah, I just stuck with it and was able to compete at the last Olympics and I'm hoping to go to a few more. So, so Olympic snowboarder, been to the Olympics, planning on going to more. What, um, what was growing up like for you? Because starting skiing and moving to snowboarding I feel like most people you would think that go into the Olympics or can be an Olympian like they start you know my parents put me on a snowboard at two years old but I just never stopped and so, yeah yeah for sure and I, I think that I started somebody when I was 10 which is like kind of late for like a lot of people that I compete with I mean I think some people do start out skiing it's kind of a mix but um I think that honestly helped me because I think you know when you're a kid I think it's easier to ski than snowboard at least like to start so I think that was smart of my parents to do that um I have three siblings and they all also were skiers and then transitioned into snowboarders I was the last one to do it and I was the worst by far like literally nobody nobody probably thought that I would be where I'm at because I was not good at all but I was just so competitive and I really wanted to be better than my siblings and just yeah I just I love it so much still love it so much so that's amazing so are you the youngest no I am the second youngest okay yeah I feel like that's a big thing is having older siblings to make you a little bit more competitive I was probably not the same as most like I have two older brothers but I was never as competitive as them just because or like competitive with them because since they were brothers I'm like it could be better yeah yeah I think I was competitive in my own world and kind of did my own thing but yeah um, that is so interesting so what um was the probably the most exciting thing when you started getting better than your siblings was it just like oh I finally beat my siblings and all of a sudden you're like wait I actually really like this sport and just kind of started competing when did you start competing with snowboarding yeah so I started like I said at 10 and then I think I started competing maybe 11 or 12 and I wouldn't say that I was better than I mean my older brother's still definitely better than me and my sister she's a great snowboarder as well we never really were able to compete against each other head to head so we didn't really see because she was a few age classes above me um but either way just like them pushing me made me a better snowboarder so I've always just like wanted to be you know the best that I could be and just like keep pushing myself so I mean when I still ride with my siblings we all just kind of push each other even though they're not competing anymore um yeah that's exciting did that answer your question hopefully yeah it did no it no it did I think it's interesting the fact that um so you still obviously go snowboarding with your family that's got to be super fun to be able to do that with them because it's obviously your passion and what you're currently doing so to be able to share that with them has got to be exciting and fun yeah no for sure I love it they're great to snowboard with still oh that's awesome so growing up 
um, were you homeschooled? Did you travel around a lot? What was kind of school and where did you grow up kind of thing? Yeah, so we moved to, well, from New Jersey, we moved to Vermont. And then we, my older brother, he went to Stratton Mountain School and I wasn't old enough to go there. So I went to um, a school, it was like a public school, like 30 minutes away from that school. And then once I was old enough, I went to that school um, for just eighth grade. And then I was homeschooled in the winter though, starting in eighth grade. And then in high school, I went, we moved to Colorado and I went to Vail Ski and Snowboard Academy. And I did the first two years there because you're able to um, snowboard half the day. Like that's what the whole academy is for. And then junior and senior year, I did online school just because I was like traveling way more than I was my freshman and sophomore year. So which was really helpful, yeah. So obviously your family was super supportive in what you were doing, bringing the whole family to Colorado and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my parents are very supportive. I mean, yeah, they literally moved two states for us to be able to pursue our snowboarding dream. So, I mean, that's, it's amazing what they've done. And I mean, they still support me. So, and like, they're always there, you know, if I have a bad race or a good race, whatever they support me no matter what. And I don't get a whole lot of um, financial support from the um, U.S. I don't know if it's like whatever. I, I don't get a whole lot of support. I'm, I'm not on the A team, which gets um, funding. So they've been helpful in that regards. I mean, as well as sponsor sponsors, but unfortunately they've had to help. So really appreciate them. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out to mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to mom and dad. That's awesome. So let's take it back a little, or I guess move forward a little bit to when you started looking towards the Olympics. So was that always kind of the goal once you started going to like Colorado and all these things where it was like, okay, I'm doing this for real. I'm going to the Olympics. Um, I mean, I think since I was younger, I always would watch the Olympics and I thought like, that would be so amazing. I really want to go to the Olympics. And yeah, I think I mean, it's always been in my mind. I think it like more set in probably like two years before the Olympics. And I like really realized that like, this is something that I really want to do and I'm going to try to do it. That was the 2018 Olympics, right? Winter Olympics? Yeah, yep, yep. Leading up to it, I remember hearing that you had broken your back prior Mm -hmm. to the qualifiers, which was what I think, if I remember the timeline, I think it was like 10 months prior so what like what did it take to go from breaking your back like most people I think would either quit or be like okay like that's too big of a deal to just kind of not move on and go towards the Olympics so what was that kind of mindset to get you to qualifiers less than a year later yeah for sure I mean I think it was it was hard it was you know tough on me mentally I think especially in the beginning like I I think my strong suit in snowboarding is not being afraid of you know the course or whatever it is and um after I broke my back well I mean when I broke my back I was like definitely like upset going through that whole process and having to wait so long but once I was coming back I was definitely afraid um I mean the first qualifier I think I like almost got last or second to last or it was yeah not not good I was like terrified um and kind of like for most of that season I was kind of like still just like working my way into it like still definitely afraid 
um of so you're terrified of hurting yourself again yeah terrified of breaking my back again yeah um, so how did you break it I guess I should probably take a step back and figure out how that happened was it obviously yeah. snowboarding yeah yep yeah. so it was in a training run and in our in my event I raced border cross so it's like um there's like jumps and rollers and turns um so it's a it's a speed event so you're with six girls total or four depending on the course and um I went off a jump and I I didn't I came up a little short so you're supposed to land um on the downhill and I landed right on the knuckle if that makes any sense okay and yeah it was really icy and I bounced off of it and landed at the bottom of the landing and right on my back yeah so I didn't really have any other I don't think I had a chance you know catch yourself or anything anything. yeah yeah so broke my back was helicoptered out to the hospital in Austria which was interesting for sure so and I was by myself so yeah that's crazy so fast forward back to you know qualifying and you get last place you ended up ending it first right the qualifiers no no so the last qualifier I well the last qualifier I was the top American okay so there was about five qualifiers so I think the first four I was I didn't I hadn't qualified from the first four qualifiers in the last qualifier I you know kind of went in with the mindset like okay well you know what do you have to lose really like just you know kind of just do it like you're in training and it worked out for me I placed seventh which was my best result and the top American at that event and that's what qualified me for the Olympics that's insane so for qualifications are they all over the world because I I think I remember you saying that the first qualifier was in like Argentina and then the next one was Turkey or something or the last one was Turkey or something yeah exactly yep that's right the first one was Argentina and then I don't remember the the ones that were in between maybe like Spain Italy France um but yeah and again this year also will be all the different places as well they yeah so got it interesting okay so um you mentioned earlier that with the USA there's different teams I didn't realize that I didn't know there was like an A team and a other teams um so where do you so where do you lie and how does that work and like can you work towards the eight team like how does that break down yeah yeah so um they have three teams they have the a team b team and the rookie team and i've been on the rookie team for like six years Uh, i actually just qualified for the b team um through yeah so i i actually just got a call from the head coach that i made the b team so that's amazing congratulations thank you that's awesome yeah so i mean my goal is definitely to be on the a team um but working my way working my way so they have quotas on how to qualify for that so i just gotta do i don't know exactly what it is i think it's like two top or two podiums maybe Oh, okay. On a World Cup, World Cup. So fast forward a little bit. So we had the 2018. You're working towards getting to the, I guess it would be the 2022. Would be, it was, Mm -hmm. okay. So it's still happening in 2022. Hopefully, knock on wood. Okay, that's the goal. Okay. So obviously 2020 hits. 
there's a pandemic. Yeah. What, what did that look like for you? Did it change anything? Did it almost make it easier? Cause you could go snowboard or how did, obviously you couldn't travel as much. And I yeah. think you were out of town when it happened, right? You were out of the country. When it yeah, first I was actually, yeah, I was in Austria and I was supposed to be there for like another, maybe three weeks. And I remember I woke up and I had a flight book and I was like, this is weird. Like, and then I talked to my parents because they had booked it. My mom, actually, it's great. This is a side note. My mom actually works for United. So she gets really great standby deals. So I had a, I had a standby ticket and this was like right when Donald Trump said like there's going to be they're closing the borders whatever and so I saw that on my United app and I called them and I was like what is this like is this a joke and they're like no you have to come home and I was like oh shoot okay well I had to pack up everything before telling you (laughs) yeah I know I think she just thought I had like no other choice so um yeah I just packed up everything and left um but for how it changed, I think, you know, obviously we weren't able to travel and usually in the summers we go to training camps, you know, in oh, like yeah. Southern Hemisphere and wherever we can. We weren't able to do that. Um, but I mean, obviously there's like something, a global pandemic going on. So like it's not nothing to complain about. And a lot of other, you know, like yeah. summer sports were getting canceled. So I was, you know, I felt like lucky to be able to have competed at least that season um and then yeah for this season we were able to go over to Europe um if you were a professional athlete you were it's easier to get into Europe that way um but it didn't change too much we were able to I mean besides having a little less um races as we normally do just from canceling from COVID or whatever um we still were able to have some races, which I was definitely grateful for. So it was, it was different, but you know, I can't really complain because I was still able to travel and compete. So yeah, it was awesome. That's really cool. So going toward, when did qualifications start for 2022? Have they already started? Uh, There was one qualifier. Yep. Well, yeah, there was one qualifier at the end of the season and then they will set the rest of them. They haven't set them yet. So it'll be leading up to 2022, which the Olympics are in February. So got it. So could you qualify? Like, could you just crush it in the qualifiers and make it on the A team or is it that's like past? Well, yeah. So it, it would be for the next, next season though, if you, Got it. You know, okay. Let's say you got two podiums and you would qualify for the A team for the next year. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So yeah. what does that look like going to, um, so you go to Beijing and all of that and you compete. So are you just qual like, are you competing against B teams for other countries? Like on the oh, American no, team? Everybody, everybody. Oh wait, are you talking about for the qualifiers or for the Olympics? For the Olympics. Like how does that work oh. being on the B team? Oh, well, I mean, everybody competes with everybody once you're on, like, it doesn't, you still have to, you still have to qualify for a world cup. So, you know, yeah, everybody competes with everybody at the world cup. It's just everybody there. The countries doesn't matter if you're a rookie, B, A team. Yeah. As long as you have like the results. They just put more money and like resources towards the A team. So what does it, what does it mean to be on the A team versus B team? Like, what are the, I guess, the benefits or the? Yeah, the I mean, the benefits I are you're like 
fully funded they pay for you know I don't know the specifics so don't quote me on it but they pay for what I've heard is you know hotels accommodations things like that thing you know races things like that yeah got it they pay for all that that makes sense then so is there anything you're excited or nervous about leading up to that like qualifications and getting to Beijing yeah I mean I I just try not to think about it I'm just going to try to do the best that I can and see what happens um I try not to put so much pressure on myself I mean that's definitely the goal I'm just gonna work hard and hope for the best that's all I can do that's all I can do is the best well I'm cheering for you for sure thank you I appreciate it (laughs) so this summer obviously um where our summer's coming up here in California because that's where you mm-hmm. live right now so where's yeah. your next destination for training um on snow yeah yeah so we will be going to Mount Hood Oregon in June so okay. yeah if, hopefully hopefully that stays because I haven't been there in a while so we'll go there and then I'm not sure I may go to Chile in August and if not then I'll go to Switzerland in end of august september ish cool yeah that's awesome that's exciting yeah. that you can kind of have that ability to kind of follow the snow i guess yeah for sure for sure I, it is weather dependent though so you kind of have to you know if they don't get snow you can't really go so it's you know yeah, that's but, true like we have no snow right. not not a lot of snow up here so i get that yeah yeah so it, it is uh, hard to be organized it's okay it's there you go <laughs> you just gotta follow winter <laughs> yeah exactly. I try to follow summer but for no other reason other than I like summer but yeah I get that I really like the summer too that helps that you live in California then you follow California around yeah what do you do like at home when you're not in snow like obviously like when you're not on the mountain what's like training look like for you yeah so I've been working out at a training facility called the Koa in Carlsbad um just do you know strength and conditioning and just getting my body ready and stronger and um also to just prevent injuries so I do that I do some yoga and stretching and yeah that's what I do for off season and then you know I'll go surfing my roommate she's a professional surfer so I'll go surfing sometimes it's freezing right now but I'll go when it's a bit warmer and yeah so that's a good cross training for me yeah I was gonna ask actually ask if there was any other board sports you did to kind of help with if it would actually help or not with balance or yeah I think it definitely does I mean surfing is hard I am not good but I'm trying to get better um I also was doing some like wake surfing, which I think is so much fun. It's definitely easier. Than I love wake surfing. Real surfing. Yeah. It's so oh yeah. Fun. You fall, they pick you back up. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to paddle yeah, exactly. in. The rope no, pulls you up. God. Yeah. It's Seriously. one of my favorite sports. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about that. Okay. So when I, we, cause we talked, I don't know, a few years ago and you had mentioned wanting to go back to school or do something later on in life after, you know, snowboarding wasn't what you were doing anymore. Is that still kind of on the docket or do you have any like next steps or is it just like snowboarding and that's all that really matters right now? And that's kind of the focus. Yeah. I mean, right now that's definitely the focus, but I'm definitely interested in doing some other things. Um, I kind of go back and forth of what I want to do. I think I've always had a passion for interior design and real estate. So I feel like I'll get into that eventually. I also, 
have an interest in um, creating my own swimsuit line. Um, yeah, so it's something that I'm kind of putting on hold until, you know, probably after the Olympics. So yeah, I'm focusing on sewing right now, but then I definitely want to get into other things. That's awesome. It's always nice yeah. having multiple goals and multiple kind of interests to keep you. Not yeah, that you're not busy. Sure. <laughs> no, no. <definitely. laughs> Training for the I, Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I can't sew for forever, so I definitely want to yeah. do some there you else. Go. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so other than, um, so you have the Olympics coming up, you have possibly a swimsuit line that we're going to look for in the next four years. <laughs> Yeah, stay tuned. Um, there you go. I know. I'm excited for that. Um, you'll have to come wake surfing with us up here. I would so, love to. How far of a drive is it, you think, from San Clemente to Sacramento? Seven or eight hours. Okay, I'm on my way. I'll start now. <laughs> it's like an hour flight, though, so that's a little easier. I, do, I love wake surfing, so I'm down. There you go. Um, so what is something like a favorite quote or maybe some inspiration that you can give to someone that's feeling unorganized and lost right now in life and feels like they're not going to get to the next step or um, maybe they didn't think they'd be where they should be, but they're still trying to work towards their goals? Yeah, I think that like, you know, if, if you're feeling stuck or, you know, you have a goal and you feel like you should have reached it by now or whatever it may be, I think one that I really like and I've been like telling myself this for like a while um you didn't come this far to only come this far I think that that's a really good one I mean like or if you're like feeling like you know what I'm gonna stop you take a look at how far you've really come you really didn't come this far just to come this far I really like that quote so yeah I no think, I like that a lot I, yeah, think I don't know who said it quote. But yeah, yeah for sure yeah, I, think I, that's, I definitely say that to myself, you know. Yeah, a lot. I think that's definitely inspirational in the fact of, I mean, there's things that I probably wish I would have done earlier, like even starting Unorganized and Lost as a clothing brand and where I have it right now and realizing that because I started Unorganized and Lost technically in 2016, which is insane to think about. And it was mainly because of travel, because I was never super organized and got kind of lost a lot. And so, yeah. Um, it basically started as a way for people to um, understand, to give themselves some grace or to kind of understand that it's not as easy or as simplistic as some people might make it seem, or it's easier than they make it seem. Because a lot of people thought it was so crazy that I tra I've traveled alone or done different experiences. And I'm like, yeah, oh, you probably wouldn't have wanted to travel the way I did because it wasn't either super safe or the most... <laughs> glamorous <laughs> like yeah, staying right, in hostels right. is fun when you're young but it's also like you're sleeping on your stuff and hoping no one steals stuff and traveling alone yeah. you got to be safe especially as a female but yeah I mean again if you just kind of do it, it <laughs> works itself yeah out. yeah for sure I think I made so it awesome. yeah no for sure I think that it's like everybody's journey is different and I feel like comparing yourself to other people is just you know it's easy to do but I feel like it's such a waste of time and I'm not saying that lightly or that it's easy to not because I mean everybody does but you really never know what you know people are going through or whatever but like you know I think that just focusing on yourself you know everybody's unorganized and lost for real like exactly. I you know yeah so well, yeah, I, think I think it's that's great 
Yeah, I think it's huge because um, with, I mean, looking at you, like I, you are such an inspiration to me. I think it is so incredible what you've done. And I think part of, I mean, there's probably times where you're like, oh, I just want to be on the A team or like you finally get on the B team. And it's like, there's just all this strive that you have. And then you realize that there's people out there that either idolize you or are just so excited and really wish they could do that. And you kind of forget like to take a step back and go, oh, right. I was yeah. like, I was, a, I was a rookie. Now I'm on the B team. Like that's exciting stuff. And to like actually um, celebrate your wins. And sometimes I feel yeah. like you forget to do that sometimes. And I feel like that's so exciting for you. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I agree that, you know, appreciating some things it's, it's hard when you're in the moment, but like taking a step back, like you said, and just realizing, you know, other people may be looking up to you or whatever, or like, you know, if you're complaining about things, just like realize there's like a lot of people that would love to have your bad day, you know? So it's like, yeah, it puts it into perspective. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I think it's something too. I feel like um, there's a lot of motivational speakers out there right now that um, or just anybody that's saying like, oh, you're, I mean, your day can't be that bad or, um, your bad day is someone's dream good day. And it's like, yes, that's very good perspective, but there's also, you do have bad days. And I think yeah. something my, my parents have taught me recently, well, not recently, they taught me this years ago, but I'm listening now is to, <laughs> if you have a bad day, soak it up. Like if you need to eat something that you want to eat, or you want to cry, if you want to have a tantrum, have it quickly and then get over it and move on. And I think yeah, that's the biggest thing sure. is like, if you do have a bad day, like, yes, everyone has bad days, feel it and then get over it. And if you're going to sure. soak up in it, then it's a waste of time. And then you're wasting your life. So yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I'm so excited. Is there anything else that you want to share with us or anything, any other stories that you have for us today? Um, any other stories? It's military appreciation month. So Say your prayers for those in the military. Also, I wanted to ask you a question, throw it back to you. What are your goals for this upcoming year? Oh my God. Upcoming year slash slash, yeah, your upcoming the rest of the year going into 2022. I told you my goal. I love this. Um, I have a lot of goals. Um, one of my biggest goals is that I want to have a beach house in San Diego eventually. So my biggest goal is growing my um unorganized lost clothing brand to um a big enough brand that I can have this be my full-time job and be my career so that I can really spread a message that is positive to people and like uh give yourself some grace way I think sometimes people throw positivity down your throat in a way where you're like I just like too much I just want to be lost and that's okay yeah Yeah, I think that's kind of my goal is to like starting this podcast and being able to, um, if I could touch one person or even excite one person on the fact of being unorganized and lost is okay. And maybe even inspire someone to do something they wanted to do. I think that's my biggest goal. I mean, I have my own financial goals on how big I want to make unorganized and lost as a clothing brand and kind of where I want to go with certain things. And, um, Again, I think the beach house and having a boat is like my biggest goal, which sounds so yeah. because they're both um, material things, but it's more just to give myself somewhere to shoot for. Um, yeah. I am very much a proponent on family and friends are what matter most. And so if there's something that comes up before building my business faster than it should, then it was 
keeping friendships and family alive. We have some fun um, family tradition vacations coming up. Like we get to go camping and we didn't get to go last year. So things like that'll be fun. But yeah, yeah, just building up the business and having fun. Cool. Love that for you. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thanks for having me again. Subscribe to the podcast. If you liked it, give us a thumbs up, give us a five-star review, do all the things. And we're, everybody needs to be rooting for Megan Tierney in the 2022 Winter Olympics. She's making it. We've decided we're putting it here. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Bye.